Hey, and welcome to the How To Be Real podcast, a place where we can be real in a world that is obsessed with fake, okay? <laughs> I am Tasha B, and I am an actor here, making my way through this industry and not taking no for an answer. Hey, period. And I'm <laughs> Tay, and I am a creative strategist and lover of all things wellness. Yes, and <laughs> now that we got that out the way, we always check in and I say, how you doing, Tay? Well, you know, girl, I'm doing good. It is... A new year, and yes, so I am. Yeah, <laughs> it is a new year, and I'm just um, super excited for all of what 2024 has to offer. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I feel like there's a bunch of you know bullshit that we're still dealing with that we're still gonna have to see how that plays out. Yep. But in terms of me and my life, you know what I mean? I definitely feel like um, excited. Excited. It's like it's like even though I think we talked about it a little while ago that. Our birthdays more so feel like a fresh year. Yeah, like a reset. Yeah, like a reset. But I mean, that that whole, all of the momentum around the new year really just like, I don't know, it makes you feel I, I'm just really excited to yeah. get things fresh. But I mean, um, how are you? I feel like you, your new year and your birthday align so closely yes. together. So yes. <laughs> how are you feeling? Whew, I am feeling, you know, I'm feeling very ready. Like, I feel ready in the sense of, you know, I feel like my feet are moving in the right direction. They may not be moving at the right, well, not, I don't want to say the right speed, but mm. they're not moving at the speed that maybe I would like them to. But when I really think about it and feel into my body, <laughs> um, I'm, move, I'm moving in the right direction. Like, I can mm. definitely say that wholeheartedly, that I'm, I'm on my path, yeah. you know? And I think that's, like, a really good place to be at 30, Feeling like, you know, okay, I'm solid and I am here. I know exactly who I am. I know exactly where I want to be. And I know exactly the steps that I can take to get there. Like, yeah. I see the path, you know. And I know sometimes we don't. And, you know, it, it the brush kind of <laughs> gets in the path. You got to push some stuff out of the way. Like I said, not taking no for an answer. Okay. But, you know, uh, I feel I feel very ready. I feel very, like right where I'm supposed to be. Period. Yeah, yeah, that, Cheers that, to that. Yes. <laughs> if you ask me, I'm ready. Absolutely. <laughs> ready, ready, ready. I love that. I love that. And I, I heard you sneaking that at 30, okay? Okay. Because the girl is dirty 30. Okay, grown. The girl is dirty 30. Grown and filled with joy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but also super blessed. Like, like uh, you know, 2023 wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't all bad. It wasn't right. all bad, but she was definitely mean. She was. Um, she was. Not she was a year kind, <laughs> right? No, I. Something that I've been saying like is that twenty twenty three felt like the most year ish year in a very long time. It did. Like, it did. I remember. I mean, it, as kids, you know, a year used to be like a year. Oh my God, felt forever. It felt so like we we grew four or five inches in a <laughs> year back then. So, so much yeah. happened, and like now, I feel like twenty twenty three. Every year, kind of leading up to that, from like I will say like. 2019, 2018 to now has been like bam, 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 bam. Yes, but, it really has. You know, but I feel like 2023 has felt like like January. January, we took our LA trip. Yeah, that damn near feels like 2022. That does. <laughs> wow, when you put it like that, no, for real, because I'm like, I think when we were talking about that a few weeks ago or whatever, yeah. I was like, wow, that was this year. That yeah. felt like it was like 
two, three years ago. Like last January, like yeah. 2022 January. Yeah, but it really was. Mm -hmm. And it's it's crazy how much really has changed. For You're real. right. You're absolutely right. And I think maybe coming out of like the COVID, because I know for me, 2020, 2021, mm -hmm. a blur. A blur. A whole blur. I got yeah. married. We had a pandemic. We all know that, which we're still kind of sort of in the Teetering gray area. Walking about. the line. Yeah. We don't know what's going on really. Um, but I think you're right. I think 2023 was a year of like, okay, this is back to a year. Mm -hmm. It's back to like things actually looking very different at yes. different points in the year. Because, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> things definitely were. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was a lot. For sure. For sure. But I'm. I feel. I feel the same. I feel like you said it really. Perfectly, like just ready, ready for all opportunities, ready to take on what the world has to offer, good, bad, in between. And, um, you know, let's see, let's see what 2024 got yes. to say. Yes, <laughs> let's check you out, 2024. How you doing? How you coming in? Right. But um, so now that we've gotten our check-in in, we're mm. going to transition into our three realists. Mm -hmm. And, you know, very fitting, we're talking about the new year. It is the three realest things that we are bringing to 2024. Yes. Like, what are we bringing? Do, are we taking it from 2023? Because she she offered a lot. There were a lot of lessons, a lot of growth, a lot of challenges. Lots of challenges. You know, so... <laughs> very, challenges. Heavy on the challenges. <laughs> yes. Mm. But, you know, we rose to the occasion. Yes. And we have things that we could take away from that. So, yes. Tay, you want to get into your... Three realest things that you're bringing with you into 2024. Yes, I do. So um, something that I would like to bring in is more vibrancy. Ooh, and yes, girl, fill the room. Yes, mm. fill the room. Mm. And specifically in um, in terms of like color in like my life, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like for so long I've been in like my neutrals zone, you know what I mean? Like clothes and and home decor and mm. all the things, you know what I mean? Just real neutrals. And toward the end of 2023, um, I've really been like tipping my toe in some color, you know? Getting bold. Yeah, getting like bold it. with it. I like it. <laughs> so I really want to bring into 2024 more color. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I, like that. I wanna I wanna explore, I wanna just get more, get more funky vibrant. with it. Yeah. Get funky, get vibrant. Exactly. Yes. Like, I just, I feel like it's time. It's it time. is. Step into that. It's I time. love that. Yeah. So, there's that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I also want to continue to um, bring in more growth, you know, continue to grow specifically for like my business. Yes. So, I, what I want to do for 2024 is I want to make more and work less. Woo. <laughs> Say that. Make more, Say work that. less. That is the mantra, okay? Yes. And um, so I'm going to really be uh, going into everything with the growth mindset. Like, okay, how can how can I be, I'm a creative strategist. How can I be strategic about what I do in my own business and not just for other people? Yes. You know, so that is, that is another thing that I'm bringing into 2024. More growth. More strategy for me, not for others. Um, and then also I want to continue to get deeper into my yoga journey. Mm. You know, I want to bring in more um, like intention with like that aspect of my life, you know, yeah. on and off the mat too. Ooh, yes. On yeah. and off the mat. I love that. <laughs> I'm drinking to that. Yes. Yes. Um, and I, I've been thinking about um, 
the, the studio I go to is hosting a teacher training. And so, I know, in March, actually, it starts. Oh, your birthday Mar- I know, I know. From March to May, so it's long. It's like every weekend from March until May. And okay. So, it's definitely a commitment, but because um, it's a 200-hour training. Yeah. So I was like, whew, okay. And it's also a big financial commitment as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I, I've been heavily considering it. I even talked to the owner who's putting all the teacher training on, and she only takes 10 people for each class. Intentional. Yep, intentional. So I'm like, all right, Tay, if we do this, like, why are we doing this? You know, are we doing this for, like, because you want to be a yoga teacher? Are we doing this because you want to get deeper into your practice? Because you want to learn more about your body? You know what I mean? Like, and I think I've been leaning more toward that. But, um, but yeah, anyways, I say all that to say that, yes, I want to continue to bring in more intentional practices for my body and for my spirit into 2024. I love that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I had to sit down and really think about it too. Yes. I was like, because I, um, I didn't really have a chance to do uh, like any like vision boarding or anything like that just yet. Yeah. So I'm like, let me let me really think about it. Come prepared for today. Yeah. So, but yeah. What about you? Who? Yeah. <laughs> what you got for 2024, uh, girl? Yes, I love everything that you said. But yeah, let me put my little drink down. Yeah. So. <laughs> For me, I want to trust and embrace my intuition more Mm. um, Mm. because I have one of the biggest challenges that I've faced in 2023 and then to be real, like even years previous, is that I'll get I'll have these intuitive feelings and they're not as you know, and y'all probably know, too, when you have a gut feeling or like an intuitive kind of pull or push in a certain direction and you don't follow it or you don't listen to it you don't honor it you end up feeling later on you know or maybe even instantly like wow I should have just listened to what I should have listened oh man I should have went with what my body was telling me I should have went with what I knew because what that is what I've discovered in you know my yoga practice my meditation and even my therapy is that that is wisdom Mm. whether or not you even realize it it's wisdom your body knows you know your spirit you know things And when you don't honor that, you do yourself a disservice. And I feel like I am tired of kicking myself for that same thing. You know, I'm just tired of kicking myself over the same stuff. So I want to embrace and trust my intuition more in 2024. Like, I'm going to Mm, embrace and trust my intuition more in 2024. Okay? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. (laughs) Because it's got to stop. Like, we got to, you know, we got to get it together. Mm, mm. Um, Getting it together. Yes, getting it together. We are we are one. <laughs> it's already done. Yes, it's already done. And then this kind of, you know, I feel like is a little bit in line with what you said about being more bold is I want to take more risks. Oh, I want to bring more risk taking energy into 2024. Well, because I took some risks in 2023. And I, you know, obviously throughout life, we take right. risks. But I feel like I took a lot of risks Intentional last year. Risks. Yeah, just like, oh, I'm mm. gonna just do it. Forget it. I'm putting myself out there and I'm going to do it. Like with the mixers that I threw and just the things like that, it's just very outside of my comfort zone, not something that I felt extremely um, comfortable and confident with. It was really like scary to do, but I was rewarded for it and continue to be rewarded for it. So I'm trying to, not even trying, I'm changing my relationship with risk Mm. because I was so risk averse, such a conservative, like, like gambler, yeah. I don't be gambling, honey. No, I no. I am literally one of them girlies that's like, I'd rather keep my two hundred dollars for like, sure. Maybe I'll win two thousand dollars. Maybe I just lose two hundred. And for me, 
Not worth it. Not worth it. And so, not to say that I'm gonna gamble, but right. you but know, betting on you, but betting on me, honey, is always a good putting move. it out there, putting it all on T. Oh, oh. I'll do that. That's where I'll do that. That's, that's what we do. Yes. That's what so. we do. And and I do want to just take a moment to absolutely shout out the fact that those mixers that you put on, not yeah. one, but two. I know. Like amazing events. It like was so fun too. Like literally such a good turnout. I, I wish that I could show y'all pictures I know, and all the roll some clips. That no, for tight. real. Roll the clip. <laughs> um, but it like the the not even just the fact that so many people showed up, mm -hmm. but like the caliber of people who yeah, came and the people dope who people. yes, shout like, out to everybody. Shout out to everybody who came for real. It came and supported because like the the conversations that were had there, the like you know people who were in the room who were like really there to network, not just hold up the wall type yes. thing. You know what I mean? Or like yes, there was some family members that come to show up, and we appreciate that. Yes. But it was like also tons of new faces, yes. like and that was really all you for real. That all came from your mind and your ideas and your willingness to put yourself out there, yes. you know, and make that lane for artists and and people in the film industry in Sacramento. So. Yeah. Yeah. Big fucking ups. Thank you. Okay? Yeah, Big fucking ups. Ew, 30 under 30. Yeah. <laughs> we are taking risks. Because those yeah. risks, like I said, that's just one example of the risks that I took in 2020, or two of the risks that I took in 2023. And it really paid off. And I, I really, that was like a lesson. I'm like, oh, when I do things that feel risky, there's things to be gained from that. Even yeah. when it doesn't go your way, yeah. you gain like, wisdom you gain experience you might even meet somebody you know and you just you never freaking know so yeah. i'm like and inspire so many people exactly to, to take risks of their own exactly because at the end of the day nothing comes from our comfort zone y'all like well, but comfort well, which is great but well, also well. do we want to live there do right. we want to stay there forever personally no yeah so <laughs> more risk this year mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then last i want to continue my practice of grace I, um, it took me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of unpacking, undoing, unlearning, and, you know, how do you say, um, kind of, I don't want to say shushing, just like reframing my own, like, inner critic, because mm. my inner critic was loud. <laughs> like, I would say, like, 2020, definitely loudest. Loud. I don't even know how I was doing any anything, really, with mm. that voice. Like, when I think back to, like, you know, you look back at your progress, and I'm like, if that inner critic would have stayed that loud from then to now, I wouldn't be doing anything. We wouldn't be here right yeah. now. Literally, this podcast would not exist, because that critic was loud yeah. and wrong, by the way. Ooh. Not loud, loud and, and wrong. wrong. She was loud mm. and wrong about mm. so many things, you know, and I think, like, I want to continue to grow that grace. I want to continue to extend it to my family, my friends, strangers. Because mm. I know, like, I used to be, like, kind of road ragey. You know, <laughs> someone cuts. Not, like, crazy, crazy. I'm not following nobody and doing crazy stuff. Right. But it is kind of like you cut me off. Oh, man, what the heck? Da -da -da. And yeah. it's, like, getting to me. Then it's, like, someone cuts you off. It's, like, man, they probably went, ain't even paying attention. They mm. probably didn't even see me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, this person is, who knows? Maybe they got a boo-boo or something. I don't know. Yeah. But they're just in here driving driving however they're driving and it really has nothing to do with me and I can extend that grace to myself yes. and I can extend that grace to that person to where it's just like you don't care that much it's not right. like you're like this girl I want to cut her off and mess up her day you didn't do that it wasn't yeah. a conscious malicious 
act. Right. It really was just you're driving and you're doing what you're doing and I'm doing what I'm doing and it don't need to be no bigger than that. Mm. And I love that for myself because Me it's too. made life so much more peaceful. Oof. So much more peaceful when you can just extend some grace. And when you give yourself grace, you have it to give. Yes. You know, so... Very important Ooh, that is for me word. this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very important. Oh, I love that. Because, I mean, Lord knows. Lord knows. I've missed the, I've almost missed an exit or two. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm, I'm sorry, person. Short. I'm running late. Yeah, I'm sorry. You just hurt one time. They honk a couple times. You're like, sorry. And you try not to like look in the in the window. See, <laughs> Just I used to look straight ahead. So I used to please do, don't look at me. <laughs> I used to do the look straight ahead. Now I'd be like, sorry. <laughs> and it's just like I know the last time I did something like that, I did do that. I was about to miss an exit on my way to a, a shoot, a job, and I'm like, you know, all them freeways in the bay. You like, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, I don't know. And sometimes the GPS wants to tell you your exit, and sometimes it doesn't. Like GPS I feel like weird. for me, I be using Apple Maps or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like sometimes it's real on it, and it'll tell you like in two miles, take the exit. And sometimes it'll be like, that's your exit right there. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. And I did something like your that. GPS was like, where are you going? <laughs> right, like the, where, where are you going? That's the where what? Where are you going? I pull up to the thing. I like cut the dude off, and then of course when you get over there, it's like two lanes to mm. get over. And I had to make a left, so I was in this lane. He put up next to me, and I looked over because I was just like, I'm not gonna. I I did I did just it was egregious, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a lot. Um, and so I was like, I am gonna look, and I looked, and he was like, and I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, and he was like, it's okay. <laughs> It's all right. We just had a whole conversation with facial expression. I was like, yeah. okay, cool. Because you need to know, like, I'm a flustered young woman in here. Right. <laughs> please. I'm not please. Familiar. I did not do that to, like, spite you. Mm -hmm. I just did that because... I had no choice. Right. Exactly. And <laughs> in that like, moment, you needed that grace. I needed that grace. And you're like, grace. you never know what anybody's going through, right? So okay. it's just like, okay, a little grace. Sometimes, now, sometimes you can tell, and this is in not just driving, but anything. You can tell when people are being purposefully malicious towards you. Oh, absolutely. And that is when the grace gets to reel on in. Because you're like, all right, now. That's when the grace goes to you. Yes. And you're like, okay, I'm going to be graceful to myself. And do it. No. Right? <laughs> You get a little flip off. Okay, That's you what you get, get. you're getting some energy because I got to yeah. give some grace to me. Like, like I said, if you give it to yourself, you have it to give. Mm -hmm. If you're giving it all away to others, you ain't going to have none for yourself. So yes. For me, that that is also another lesson from 2023. Thank you, girl. Um, <laughs> If you're not, if you're putting yourself last, that doesn't, that's not sustainable. That's yeah. not working. That's not going to work. No one wins when you do that. Nobody. Yeah. No. no, no, no. You no, cannot no. put yourself last. You got to really put yourself first. And it sounds so selfish, but at the end of the day, putting yourself first is not selfish. And you can better serve others by serving your needs. Because exactly. if your needs are met and you're in a good place, you have so much more to give people around you. Mm -hmm. So it's just a, a daily reminder for me when it's like, you know, hey, are you available? And maybe I don't have anything planned, right? But also, I'm tired. I'm tired. How can I f show up fully for you right. or, or for this task? Yeah. If I don't really, if I'm not, if my battery ain't on, honey. And yeah. Or my back hurts, and I can use some time on the mat to just kind of relieve some tension in my body. And it's like, oh, if if I gotta sacrifice that to me, no. A simple, hey, I'm not available right now, but I am available at X, Y, and Z time. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You're exactly. not doing anything to that person. They can work with you, or if that doesn't work for them, they'll tell you a time that works for them. It doesn't have to be, you know, all or nothing. Not everything is life or death. Oh, my God. Exactly. That's exactly right. The first time my therapist said that to me, I was like, 
It be feeling what do like you mean? that though. It be feeling <laughs> life or death. It really yeah. do. It really, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I promise you, it's not. Mm-hmm. Take some time to unlearn, but it's possible. It is. It's it possible. Is possible. It's not life or death unless it's life or death. Okay. That. That's some real. That's some real. <laughs> some real. How to be real. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you be real. But transitioning into our weekly real. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is the first in a three-part series Yay. that we have. This is our relationship series. Mm-hmm. We're starting off the off the mm-hmm. year right with a nice series, right? Yes. So juicy for we're going to go through just the 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 more the more I don't know, what would you say, the main relationships that we encounter in our lives. Yes. And this one is going to be friends and family. Mm-hmm. So not like immediate, like your husband and your kids, but really more so focusing on like, you know, aunties, cousins, you know, uh, parents. Family. You know what I mean? Like par- people that aren't your nuclear family. Yes. Not your household, just like your family that you came from. Yeah. And then, of course, friends, which also feel like family, you know? Yeah, what I mean? especially when can you've been totally friends be family. for a long Chosen time. Chosen family. Yeah, I, you my family, girl. No, for real. You my sis. Like, Absolutely. For real. You really are. Like, family, friend. Whenever it's a family event, it's like, Taylor's on the yes. list. Yes. She's kind of calm. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, how Auntie Felicia doing? <laughs> okay, no, for real. Because I feel like I, you know, with family, you're just like, okay, yeah, they're, they're that's fam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Period. Yeah. Christmas list, whatever the thing is, like, I got to account. Exactly. Same. Same, girl. So, with all that being said, this is the first episode, and again, we're focusing on friends and family relationships. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about dynamics and, you know, growing apart Mm -hmm. and all the things that come with growing and developing in these relationships. Yeah. So, going right into it. um, I'm about to dive in. (laughs) Ooh, I am about to dive in. (laughs) Because in the last few years, I've had some real slaps in the face when it Oof. comes to relationships. I mean, just a little, some reality <laughs> chicks. Yeah. Okay. And just some really harsh realities. Yeah. I've yeah. had to learn. And uh, I've lost some really, what I felt were real connections. And now we like don't talk at all. Mm. Um, one of them was like a friend that I had had since middle school. And um, it was, Oh, it was weird the timing that it happened. I mean, like, things had been however they had been for a while, just kind of, you know, whatever. And you think, like, okay, in friendships, you hit rough rough patches. You have disagreements. And me and that friend had had disagreements before, you know? Like, we, it, it, what, and it didn't feel like we're never gonna, we're not gonna be friends. Like, for me, that was never a thing. But then this particular time, and oddly enough, it was like three, two or three months before my wedding, which Mm. was like another, like, what? what? Why? Why right now? What are you doing? I was, ah. Yeah. (sighs) Needless to say, it was a lot. Um, (laughs) I had to take her out the, (laughs) I had to take her out the planning group chat. It was, yeah, Mm -hmm. it was, it was a lot. And honestly, it wouldn't have been like, I know for me, I'm such, like you said in previous episodes, I'm such a loyal person. Like once yeah. we're locked in, like I, I'm not the person that's gonna be like, oh well, we just not friends, whatever. Like you know how we yeah, used to no. do. Yeah, yeah. Cousins get into it, like I'm not your cousin anymore. I'm not you your know, family. We're stuff. not your cousin anymore. We're not family. You know, yeah. maybe as a kid, but as an adult, like I'm not, I'm not quick to cut people off. No, you you're know? not. I'm really you not. Give, you give chances. I give chances. Sure. I give grace. I give love because at the end of the day, like I love you. I don't want to yeah. just cut you off. I care. So many you know? years have been poured into this, exactly. this relationship. I don't want to just like cut it off. Exactly. I was not in a rush to do that, but then that friend ended up telling me like I just don't think we should be friends anymore. 
And I remember trying to like, well, let's meet up. Let's talk face to face. Like, let's try to like at Work least relate. Because I'm like, we ain't got to be friends like we are right now. Like, I'm cool with the friendship kind of, you know, being whatever we can be. Like, I don't want to just not be friends. But unfortunately for, for them, they just they weren't even interested in meeting up and talking and all of that. So yeah. it really was just... Honestly, I think it hurt more than it just like wasn't a decision that I made. It was mm. really like a breakup. Like, yeah, it really felt like a, a breakup. You got put in the situation and just had to like deal with it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because like, you can't. That's the thing is that you when stuff like that happens, when one person has their mind made up, yeah. you can't like you can't play both parts. No, you know what I mean. You a fifty fifty or a relationship is fifty fifty. Yeah, if fifty percent is like I'm done yeah then you can't make up for the other 50 absolutely you cannot go the whole hundred no you should not because then it gets weird exactly it's really weird when you do that exactly and so what i had to do was just respect that person's choice you know i'm definitely one of the people like as loyal as i am i'm not gonna beg you bro and if you tell like you said once you say that oh you know once you said that and you weren't willing to you know meet up and try to just at least talk and you know break up with me to my face It was like, okay, I do have to respect this person's, which I do love this person. I do care about this person. I do respect this person. So I do have to respect what you're saying and respect what you want and then grieve the friendship because yeah. it felt like an immense loss. You know, she had kids that I was very close to and, and really loved. Mama. Exactly. Like I loved, loved the family, loved the person, still do, still absolutely do. Right. But at the same time, I do have to respect your wishes. Like I don't want to overstep anything. I don't want to, you know, be somewhere weird yeah make it (laughs) it's already weird like or even be somewhere where i'm not wanted like my mom would always tell me that like dude like if you're not invited don't go Mm -hmm. you don't need to go over there if they want you there they'll invite you if they don't let's go exactly i don't want to be nowhere where i'm not wanted especially in a relationship that part okay freaking part no i i feel you i feel like around that same time I also had just kind of gone through a little sum sum or was like in a weird space of like potential. Pause. Pause. So I feel like during that time, I was also going through something kind of similar, but like in like the, I think we were in the partial recovery mode from Mm -hmm. it because basically what what had happened was I had also had a friend from middle school who we had been close I mean, the whole time, or, or at least I thought we were, you know what I mean? And what happened was um, she had been harboring so many feelings about, mm. like, issues that she had with me yeah. that she just had never brought up. Like, yeah. so there wasn't even an opportunity to for me to, like, like for us to talk out anything because mm-hmm. it was just, like, everything was going as, quote, normal, right. right? But I think that what happened after getting the chance to talk to her, we took a, a year, a, about a year and a half break in between us talking. We did not talk at all. Wow. And um, when we finally did talk again, she was able to tell me, like, hey, this, I had, I was holding on to all this. And, like, remember that one thing that you said back in 2016? I was like, girl, no. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. But, but. I believe you. Right. And like I want to make sure. I'm not gonna sure call that, you a liar. Right. I'm not you're I'm not gonna call you a liar. And like your feelings are completely valid. So like let's just you just let me know everything and then like I'll let you know, hey, I'm sorry that mm-hmm. that, that happened and I'm taking your word for it. But honestly, it feels like 
I want to be able to have a say in some of these conversations as well. So let's try to do this kind of thing in the moment. Okay. You know, like, let's try to do this. Right. But something that I did realize, I think a reason why it got that way is because we had been operating on our friendship as if it was still a middle school friendship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we had grown up. We were full adults at this point when we were having this conversation. And I think it was just like we were still thinking of each other as you know, middle school Tay, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and middle school girl. And so I'm just like, we, it took that year and a half time to like start to even approach that conversation. Yeah. And even then, like, we're still, this is now like three years ago. And so we're still working out some kinks and yeah. still like, you know, approaching it differently. But we had to straight up say, before we re-enter this relationship together, first, do you want to be in this relationship? Okay, are that you are you down with that? Part. And then once we both decided yes, we had to be like, okay, cool. We have to start fresh. Like we can't start from where we were or how we used to know each other because honestly, as adults, we kind of don't know each other. Uh, that's the thing so. with those long-standing friendships, like you said. Yeah. So oh my gosh. relationships, we share those stories to say relationships take work and they can yes. look so different in like especially in long-term friendships. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and friend, like family, that's why yeah. we kind of group these together because, you know, like, like you said, like longstanding friendships and family relationships, those dynamics can get really tricky as we grow up because yeah. sometimes the people grow, but the dynamic doesn't. The mm. dynamic, like you said, like we're still treating each other like 12 year olds yeah. when like <laughs> we've not been 12 year olds for like over a decade now. Exactly. Like this, like, this is an old dynamic. And so, you know, that's where certain things come into play. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess going right into shifting dynamics is something that I really wanted to touch on because for a lot of relationships in my life, like I said, those slaps in the face, those things where I'm like, okay, yeah, I need to, um, I need to think about this and this isn't (laughs) working. And you when, when I think about those relationships and even that friendship, like in grieving that friendship, it was very much processing because you know, like you said, you you and your friend that you're talking about, at least there was a want for both of you guys to stay connected. Right. And with, you know, the situation that I'm talking about, it was like one person that was just like, you know what, this isn't salvageable. I just don't even care anymore. And right. so then I'm sitting there holding holding the pieces like, okay, well, what happened? Like, what did happen? And that was something I identified was like, I feel like the dynamic never got shifted. Like, yeah. it never changed. Ooh. It never grew. And it was like this middle school dynamic that like looking at it now I really don't even understand it because Mm. when we're kids we don't know what we're doing we're just (laughs) friends with people we're just like girl I like you we friends yeah exactly and so we're not even thinking about it like that and it's like as we grow through life like you know my therapist was (laughs) shout out okay shout out to her (laughs) was you know kind enough to share with me that the relationship dynamics are like a dance you know there's Mm. a certain song we're dancing to there's a certain you know count that we're following and there's a structure to it and when you try to shift that dynamic you're you know you're either changing up the music you're changing up the rhythm or you're trying to add new steps and the other person is gonna feel like, okay, what are you doing? You're like, not I'm doing still the dance. Stepping. 
Like you over here doing the walk. Yeah, like what I are know. you? You just added a spin. Like what? What's going on? <laughs> this is weird. You're acting weird. This is very different. This is not what we do. Yeah. And that's why those dynamics. And when you're somebody that wants to shift the dynamic and address a, something that maybe is like, I don't like the way you're talking to me, or mm. I don't like the balance in this relationship. It feels like you know you get a lot of respect, and I don't get that much respect. Feels like Whatever. imbalance. Yeah, it feels like an imbalance, and it's like you know, yeah, to you now where you are in life, it feels like an imbalance, but this is how we've been. Mm. And it Hello. makes it tough for the other people. Yes. You know, changing that dance is hard. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. And like you said, it takes time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I feel like the whole when me and, and my friend decided to collectively change our dance, it definitely, I mean, like I said, it's been three years, right? And we're still figuring out. We just recently went through a little, like, bump or yeah. something you know what I mean a little jolt <laughs> a little something to where we were really able to like um put some of these things that we've learned uh into play you know like okay this is our first like opportunity where things aren't like just smooth and you know fun and normal like this is like oh this is an uncomfortable situation yeah okay now what does that look like like are you because before you wouldn't tell me if you were irritated, like you would just like cut me off, and I didn't know that I was being cut off. I just was thinking like, oh, you know, they're busy. we don't, yeah, they're busy. We don't talk every day anyway, so it's like whatever, you know. I didn't even know you wasn't talking to me for real. <laughs> oh, you're thinking everything's fine, and you're like, I'm not talking to her. Yeah, I'm like, bro, how how that gonna work, girl? I didn't even know you were upset, but this time it did not. It it looked totally different, and it was you know, a learning moment. But I think that, yeah, it's still still definitely relearning that dance. Yeah, because like, in I think- progress. Exactly. <laughs> Work in progress. Work in progress. I think as adults, we, so much more complexities come into play. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just like, we're deeper people, deeper thinkers. So much more is happening. Maybe you're a mom, maybe you're a wife. Like, there's just- things so much more stuff of things and then like even even without those shifts in like becoming a mom becoming a wife becoming a phd candidate or whatever even without those big life changes there's still just the 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 years that go by the growth the you know mindset shifts and perspective shifts and you know being someone that is in therapy when you are in therapy and you're doing the like introspection Mm. and kind of like taking stock of your life and figuring out you know maybe where you are versus where you want to be you do become hyper aware of things that people (laughs) who maybe aren't doing that are not really paying attention to yeah and so something I want to touch on is when you're somebody that decides like hey I don't really like this dynamic and you come to you know this family member or this friend like hey I don't really like this dynamic you do look like the person that has a problem out of nowhere or mm. like you you're the one that doesn't isn't happy with how things are i want things to go back to how they were and you're like when you think of how they were and go back to normal you to you that's like that's unacceptable i can't do that yeah like i Ooh. absolutely can't do that so it gets to the point where you either got to set boundaries yes. which is the next thing i want to touch on and it's like that part is hard. Like, yeah. first I want to define a boundary because I feel like we hear a lot of talk of boundaries on, like, social media and the wellness space, but there's not a lot of definition, mm-hmm. you know? So just to get that out there, yeah. the definition of a boundary is there are limits we set for ourselves 
in relationships. So it's a limit we set for ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's not a, a mandate. It's not a requirement. It's literally an example would be if you keep yelling at me, I will leave the conversation. <laughs> And the main thing is, if this happens, then this is going to happen. And right. again, it's a limit for you. Like, hey, if this continues this way, I'm going to remove myself. I won't be participating in this. Right. And that is the boundary of like, you can act however you're going to act because we can't control people. Right. But I can control whether I'm here or not. I yes. can control whether I'm engaging with this or not. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing where you realize where your choices lie. And I can choose mm. to either stick with this dance and keep going, even though my feet hurt. And honestly, I don't Getting even like blisters. this dance. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm, it's not flattering. I don't like it. I'm not having fun. Or I could put my arms down and do a body roll instead because <laughs> I like that more. Yes, you know. And so or I could be like, "Hey, I'm about to go sit this song out." Okay, like, <laughs> that part because sometimes we gotta cut people off, mm -hmm. you know. And mm -hmm. sometimes people cut us off. <laughs> Very much that. Very much that. No, I love what you're saying about boundaries because I think that that is like setting a boundary or I guess when we hear about boundaries, I feel like we hear it like, oh, set this boundary so that somebody doesn't walk all over you or mm -hmm. something like that. And it's like, okay, that sounds nice, but how how do I even approach that? How do I even do that? How do we what do that? What does that look like? Like, oh, especially yes. with like a, a deep long-term relationship like a family member or mm -hmm. a friend you know what I mean I feel like family members setting boundaries with family members is also hard as hell and it's also scary and it's scary because it's like okay my friend if we end up breaking up okay you know like right it's whatever. sad but hey yeah I might not ever see you again right but my family member mm, might see you, I might hear about what you're saying about me but from auntie or from cousin or whoever. Right, like, or this might have collateral damage where like, oh, because auntie ain't mm. messing with me, now my other auntie might not be messing with me and my cousins might Speak not mess with it, me girl. either. And it's like a domino effect, so there's a lot of fear there. Like, yes. this is our tribe, or supposed yes. to be. And it's like, I don't want the whole family now to not like me because I've pissed this person off. Yep. So or I don't want the whole family evil. in my business. That part, ooh, but you know they are. <laughs> no matter what we do. There's no they escaping the family telephone game. Yeah. Your business is going from one ear to the next, girl. For sure. I've had to accept it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Same. Same. Yeah. But, you know, something else I wanted to, to talk about was growing apart. Mm. Because as we grow, we choose our paths. We choose our focus. We choose our outlook. Like, all of those things affect our relationships with those around us. Because if, you know... Just for example, if you're somebody who, you know, like me, I got to a point in my life where I realized that I was looking for problems. Like I was mm. all of, I was looking for something to complain about. I was looking for like, oh, see, I knew it. Shit's fucked up. And it's like, <laughs> you can, you, if you're looking for that, you're going to see You're going to find it. And if you're looking for, you know, oh, see, life is pretty cool. Humans aren't too bad. And we do try to look out for each other. If you're looking for that, then you'll see more of that. You'll notice more. And that's just, you know, how we create the reality that we live. And I feel like when you shift to one or the other, whichever one you choose, or to be in the middle and just like, life is life. Who cares? <laughs> that's life. You do start to look different, sound different, and other people also start to look different and sound different to you. Yeah. And that makes it like, okay, not that you outgrew that person because everyone's on their own path, but right. just like this relationship and mm -hmm. how we interact, 
it's not in line with my new perspective. It's yeah. not in line with what I'm looking for and what I want to give energy to and pay attention to in life. This mm. is no longer in alignment. And I am feeling like this space I kind of have to shrink yeah. to fit into. Yeah. You know? And again, it's no shade to the individual, but it is talking about, like we said, that dynamic, that friendship, that familial relationship that you feel like, gosh, I had to take myself down several pegs <laughs> just to walk in here. Yes. And now I'm super uncomfortable super. because I am... I'm scrunched. Okay, the chair is too small. This room is too small. There's not enough energy for me or yeah. not enough space for my energy in this room. And I don't want to be here. I can't be myself. I can't be myself. How can mm. I How can I be in a relationship with anybody if I can't be myself at the Say bare minimum? That. that is the bare that. minimum. Especially when these people are able to be themselves. Okay. And Girl, I got to move, okay. move around you. I got to move around you and watch what I say. And not react. Mm. You can say whatever you want to say to me, and I just have to. Oh, well, mm -hmm. that's how they are. You that's get just all how the space. They oh, you know, you know how they get. Okay, how about me get right? Y'all okay. want to see how I get? Y'all ain't never had to see what I get. Let's see. Damn it. I've never even no. put you in a position <laughs> okay. to be like that's just how she is. Never. Mm. Ooh, honey. Mm. That I'm speaking on my my life right I'm now. I'm like, look, I was over here under this sweater okay. getting chills, getting, girl. Getting, getting hot. I'm getting hot because I'm like, I'm realizing, like, bro. Yes. Or I've realized. I'll yes. Because it's a thing to where, again, like I touched on earlier, when you are giving that grace to yourself first, it's just like you know, put it on your own oxygen mask before you could even help somebody else. And when you do that, you're like, okay, there ain't. There isn't space for me here. Yeah. And I've had to ask myself that, you know, be it, you know, a family function or a friend's event. And you're just like, why do I feel so much anxiety going mm. into this? I'm driving there and I'm having to psych myself up and work <laughs> myself up. Like, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Just go. And you know what? If after an hour you want to leave, let's just go. Yeah. And it's like, those are the spaces where you got to start asking yourself, why? Why, why do I, I feel here? like this? Yes. Why is it so much? Because when I go to work, when I hang out with certain people in my life, I don't have to do this. Yeah. But these spaces, I do. And I you do. have to ask yourself, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I think those are, when you start feeling those feelings, that is a very clear indicator that it's out of alignment and it's time to grow. It's time to like expand. Yeah. Your wings are being clipped right now. It's time to like and scrunched up. It's time to spread them spread things. Them and out. it's like if I'm if I feel like I need to spread my wings away from you, like that is an indication to me that this, I'm I'm growing from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, growing. I'm outgrowing this situation. I'm outgrowing this situation. This relationship is no longer serving me. This like, environment. Mm. Exactly. And I think that sometimes it it happens naturally. Yeah. Sometimes you grow out of a relationship naturally. Y'all both feel like. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like a mutual thing. Exactly. Like, oh, we just ain't talked in years. Yep. We slowly stop talking. Slowly stop hanging out. You know, we slowly are. Happy birthday phone calls turn into happy birthday texts turn into happy birthday on the social media turn yeah. into, you know, I told your auntie to tell you happy birthday because right. I saw her at the grocery store. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. slowly, sometimes it happens like that. And sometimes it's more like your experience where it's yeah. like somebody is like, hey, it's not working. I don't think we should do this anymore. I don't think we should do this. Ooh, which is like, you, you, you think of that in like romantic relationships. But <laughs> yeah. it happens outside of that too. And it's just as if not a little more 
devastating. Yeah, no, for <laughs> real. <laughs> for real. Because also, too, you're like, especially from a middle school or like long-term friendship, because you're like, I grew up with this person. They know the ins and outs of me even before I became me, for real. Like, I experienced so much with them. And it's like, and, now you're just going to throw me away. Yeah. You grew out How are you going to throw all of us away? Right. Or now, now I feel like I'm done with this. Yeah. Like, mourning that is tough. You can grieve so much of a relationship, of a friendship. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, And I think that sometimes we also don't give ourselves enough time or enough space to do that either. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, when it comes to shifting those dynamics there will be loss. Mm. And like you said, there will be like years of you not talking to those people, mm -hmm. even sometimes family. Mm. You're like, dang, mm. we haven't talked in a year yeah. or two. And sometimes that's necessary. You know, it feels like you said, we're going to grieve that. Yeah. You know, and even a toxic relationship, we'll grieve it. And like you said, we got to give ourselves permission to do that because at the end of the day, it's still a loss. You're yeah. still like, this was something that was there that's now no longer there. So you are going to have this space here. <laughs> yes. This space that you at first are going to be like, well, what do I do with all this? <laughs> all this freaking space. What do I do with that? And I think. Gaping hole. For me, what I did was I filled it with me. Because mm. I think like that, that friendship that I ended up losing and, uh, you know, a few more relationships that shifted um, in the past <laughs> like three years. Um, it did allow me to extend myself, like, like kind of like what you said um, in your three realists, where you're like, I want to kind of be more bold. Mm. It did allow me to do that. It allowed me to be like, okay, well, let me not worry so much about this person and, and them and what they got going on, and let me worry about me. Yes. Let me worry about what I have to go on. Let me fill this space with myself mm. and what I like and what I want to do. And, you know, it was tough. It was a grieving process, and I went through it. But now I will say, like, I do have more space for myself and I have allowed myself to be like, okay, well, I'm me and I can take up space in the room mm. because that space away does teach you to open your wings because now there's not an environment that gives you the feeling of, because at the end of the day, nobody can make us put our wings in. We're choosing it. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah, and it could time. be the dynamic that was there and whatever. Like we said, we've outgrown that environment or whatever it be. But that still doesn't make it anyone else's fault. It really is on you to extend those wings, even if someone gets upset. Yes. And so that's something that I've learned to where it's just like never let somebody else's feelings make you shrink. Because at the end of the day, if you being you is going to hurt this person's feelings, that's something that could be talked out. Yeah. That's something that can be, you know oh, let's try to understand. We can relate and try to... Or it could be something where it's just like, maybe we just aren't a good fit. Mm. And it's kind of those yep. fears of like... That's one thing I will say I've taken out of it. It's just like the fear of like... I don't want to say the fear of losing people, but kind of, yeah, like the fear of losing people where it's Oof. just like, you know... Un I mean, not unfortunately. Fortunately, <laughs> life goes on. Life does go on. You know? It does go on. And it's like, man, I think something that... You know, when you were going through that time, I remember just really like being like, damn, like I know that those like I know that your friend was super important to you. But I also know that you built relationships with that person's children mm -hmm. as well. And so losing that person also meant losing your tie oh, to them. Absolutely. You know, that at least until they're old enough to have their own relationship right or if maybe the we kind of come back around later on like exactly. i don't know i'm not i'm not like in a space of like you know 
fuck this person for life. Like, right. I don't feel like that. Yeah. But it is one of those things where, you know, like I said, we, we, we are what we are. Right. You know? And right. I have to honor and respect that and mm-hmm. accept that for real. Seriously. Seriously. I, yeah, I just know when, when that happened and I was like, damn, like that is also going to be a, a situation where like, not only am I now, you know, mourning the friendship, I'm also mourning my relationship with these little kiddos. With and it's babies. like, yeah. And it's like, that shit is, that shit is tough. But like you said, life does progress and you are able to realize like, okay, like I'm not like, fuck y'all forever no you know what I mean? or even not. at all like right. it's like there's no malice i still definitely pray like those people are included in my prayers mm. still just because they were for so long so yeah. it's just like i'm not gonna not pray for y'all i really hope right. y'all are doing great i hope everyone's healthy and happy and doing what they want in life and yeah i hope god is still keeping a loving hand in all of your guys' lives mm. that's definitely there like that's you know and and that kind of comes with meeting people where they are yeah because I think for me, I had this kind of, it's this or it's that, black and white kind of way of thinking for so long. And it's like, we're either friends or we're just like nothing. Mm. And it doesn't have to be that. Like I said, like you can still, maybe you guys don't talk all the time. Maybe you guys don't talk at all. But if you're praying for that person and setting you know, good intentions and putting good feelers out there for those people, that's a form of a relationship. That's a form Mm. of being able to show love for that person that you still love. Even if you you know you you don't want to invade their space or or you know what I mean yeah even if things are you, you guys aren't talking you guys don't see each other and it is what it is this person doesn't have to know what you're doing but you got to honor yourself and give yourself grace and and know that like okay I don't want to just cut this person off right because that's a that's the thing we got to identify like you were saying earlier like can I do I still care about this is there a way is there anything left. Mm. Is there anything left? Is there a way for us to still have somewhat of a relationship? Because yeah. I know, like, especially when it comes to family, it's like, okay, maybe I only see y'all on holidays. Or maybe I do the family camping trip and mm. I show up and I camp with y'all and then we have fun <laughs> and then I leave. Yeah. You know, or maybe I'm just going to show up on birthdays. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just going to call y'all on the phone and that's just going to be that. I don't want to be there in person. However, that looks. Meeting people where they are is a very good solution, at least for me, with family. To where yes. it's like, I'm just going to do what I can. And anything outside of that, I'm going to just have to kind of back, back away up. and wait it out and yeah. see how I feel going forward. What can change? What conversations can be had? Or honestly, just to sort out my feelings. I know I, I, I feel like uh, taking space is something that allows you that. It allows you to kind of lay it all out there, grieve how you need to grieve and understand that even if you guys aren't super close and talking all the time and all those things, like that doesn't, you're not gonna, you're not gonna die and they're not gonna die if that happens. Mm -hmm. Like you said earlier, like not everything is life or death. Yes. And also you can, not want a relationship with somebody and still love them and want the best for them. Yeah. For sure. A thousand percent. Absolutely. And, you know, the years of, like, I'll say, like, 2020 to 2023 definitely showed me that. There's a lot of that. (laughs) Going on. Repetitive (laughs) lesson. Being like, hey, oh, now it's them. Now it's them. Now Now it's it's them. them. And it's just like, okay. 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 <laughs> cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Let's adjust. Let's adjust. <laughs> Let's adjust. So. Reworking. Reworking. 
that would be my advice to anyone that's dealing with those situations is just identify where you're willing to meet them, where and how, no matter, and take the time to do that. You Like like we said, it's not life or death. It's not, nothing's on fire. You don't have to do this all right now. You just got to take your time, identify it, and then just go from there and mm-hmm. be like, all right, cool. I can do this. This is what I'm willing to do. Yeah. And then just do that. And then if later on, maybe you'll be willing to do more. Maybe they'll be willing to meet you. But in a relationship where you don't want to just say, I don't care anymore, whatever, cut it off. That's for me, my solution. That's how I move forward through it. Where it's like, okay, I can identify the things that I can do, the ways that I can show up mm. that honor my feelings and mm. honor what I want to do when in regards to this person in this relationship. Let me do that because it helps. It really does help. It Absolutely. really does. Like it yes. helps me so much through all of this. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like for me, as somebody like coming from someone who, um, in my in the example I used, like I was able to, we kind of like took it some time and came back and reworked and blah yeah. blah blah. I think that um, it's it's possible, and I think like coming to the table with your friendships with flexibility, you know, yeah. I think is super important because um, you can be. You, I think you kind of have to be flexible when your friends are setting boundaries with you mm-hmm. and you're f- setting boundaries with them, like flexible and how that might look and right. kind of like being ready to go through that bumps and kinks and weirdness that it might feel like to get used to each other's new boundaries. Because as you mentioned earlier, we evolve, you know, we continue to evolve. Our friendships evolve, yeah. you know, and um, I think that as we continue to evolve the way that we want to treat each other will change as well. And mm-hmm. so like just trying to maintain flexibility where possible and where appropriate. Yeah. You know, um, I think that that is definitely, you know, an important, a, an important piece to consider when you're, um, you know, trying to figure out this whole friendship thing and, yes. and familial relationship thing. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And so one thing that I do kind of want to get into um, is, thank you. So something I did want to touch on was healthy dynamics. What do they feel like? Mm. Um, For me, obviously, I'm not an expert on these things, (laughs) but in my from my experience, I will say that they feel like a, a mutual respect, and and like open communication like when there's mutual respect you're able to communicate in a way that feels like okay we're leveling with each other like I'm willing to meet you you're willing to meet me we're both open to how this is going to be and like you said we're both flexible Mm -hmm. to where we're both not like well no you need to do this and that and And it's just kind of like rigid yeah super rigid super bossy super like unwilling and 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 unbending just unyielding (laughs) unyielding stuck in the ground just like that for me is just like i can't work with that like you said like i can't work with it your mind is made up that this is needs to be like this and i am telling you that that's not working so if we're not willing to work then obviously it's not gonna work yeah and it just leads to when you try to make that work it leads to just a lot of toxicity on both parts like like for sure a lot of drama (laughs) <laughs> unnecessary drama and it's like I don't know about you or about y'all but I don't like a lot of drama in my friendships no, I don't. like no, it's I like don't. I feel like my friendship should be like a a place of like kind of like safety and that doesn't mean that we can't get real with each okay? other like you there's gonna I mean? be and that's the thing to where like like that's where the mutual respect comes in to exactly. where it's just like if I'm coming at you in a way that's respectful of like hey when you said that earlier like 
trying to hurt my feelings. That hurt my feelings. Yes. Or made me mad. Or what were you trying to say when you right. said that? You know, however it is, if I come at you respectfully, that's going to keep it open for you to then be like, okay, this person didn't come at me like this <laughs> or like this trying to wag their finger. They came at me, you know, in a respectful way, right. you know, in a way that like leads to open communication, you know? Exactly. And I think for me, you know, we want the kind, the loving, the considerate, the understanding. We want all of that. But I think something that surmises all of that for me is like the a human seeing another human, mm. you know, like human to human connection. Like that's really all we got to see. We got to see the humanity in each other. Yes. And if you see me as something other than just your fellow human being, your fellow adult human, then we're going to have issues. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to have issues. Yeah. You're trying to seem, you're trying to, you're molding me to look like some weird freaking, I don't know, self, like friend pet thing right. or something like that. It's like, okay, yeah, that's not going to work. That's or not going to work. Or you see me as a subordinate or you're some type of authority. There's or, a hierarchy in the yeah, friendship. Yeah. There's like, like this weird imbalance where, you know, it's not mutual respect and there's like this weird kind of thing or competition or whatever the case may be. If you're seeing me any as anything other than your human sister or friend <laughs> or cousin or niece or whatever the case may be, daughter, whatever. If you're seeing me as anything other than that, then it is going to be weird. Or yeah. I'm seeing you as anything other than that. Because I know, like, for me, especially in families, like, we tend to kind of hold on to the authority figures and those authority figure dynamics way too long Yeah, in our society, I think. Because it's just like... respectability Yeah, politics. to where it's just yeah. like, all right, look, why, do, why does... You know, I'm grown now, and if... A coworker was to speak to me the way, you know, for example, my auntie be speaking to me, we, there would be a problem. Right. I'd be like, HR immediately. But I'm allowing <laughs> this person to be disrespectful to me yeah. when I don't allow disrespect any other way. And, you know, it is what it is, you know, when we think about family and some people would just say, like, that's just how my family is. Me personally, it got to the point where, like, I leave these situations with these certain people not my auntie but you know mm. whatever leave these situations with these certain people feeling like bad about myself mm. and then being upset with myself feeling like you know why didn't you defend me yeah why Ooh. didn't you stand up for me why didn't you say that now we're feeling bad and we're just holding it they gave us that and we took it and just went home with it <laughs> now we're looking in the mirror like dang is my outfit ugly? Yeah. Just because this person decided to pick apart your appearance. Yep. When in reality, if anybody else was you walk in the room and they immediately start going in on your outfit and how you look and da da, and it's just like some you, body shaming, exactly, or whatever. It's just like you would about your relationship. You would have at least walked out of that space and be like, "Whoa, I don't like this. I'm gonna see y'all." <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like. I don't like this. At the very least, I don't like this and I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't sit there and just be like, yeah, okay, yeah, roast me. <laughs> this is cool. No. You're right. You're actually really right. Okay. Like, no. Now I'm going inside and telling myself the things that you're telling me and mm. internalizing all of it. No. Mm -mm. I'm not going to do that in, in, in everyday life. No. So absolutely not. if there's no human to human, adult to adult respect, because come on. Come on. Come, come on. on. No, I 1,000% I agree with that. I, I also think that it feels like um, it feels like safety. You know what I mean? Yes. This should 
these relationships, these healthy dynamics should feel safe. Like you should feel safe to be yourself, yeah. safe to express your feelings, safe to share and say and speak freely. You know what I mean? Like I think that at the at the very least, you should feel safe in your relationships with your friends or your family. Yeah. You know? Um, I think that it should feel uh like comfortable, you yeah. know, like you should be able to feel like I can relax around this person. Right, I don't this. have to be all <laughs> yeah. buttoned up. Exactly. I can, shall we say, have fun. Yes. You know, like, dare we say. Dare we have say. Some fun. Have some fun. Um, and just kind of be able to really feel, like, cozy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the last thing that I think you should feel um, in a healthy dynamic is you should feel a form of trust, you know? Like, Ooh, you should feel, like, I can trust that this person has my back, you know, they have my best interests at heart and I know that they can trust me to have theirs, you yeah, know, like, absolutely. I feel like that is super, super important to have some form of trust because when you have trust, you feel confident in a relationship. You do. In whatever relationship you're in, but in your friendships, knowing that like, I, I'm confident in our friendship. Yeah. I'm confident in this relationship with this family member. That is powerful. It is. It that really is powerful. Is. It really is. And I think something that I will add to that is like feeling seen. That mm. all, For me, when you said confidence, I was like, when I feel like I have a relationship where somebody sees me, yeah. you know, because I've had relationships, a lot of the relationships, like I said, that have either severely scaled back or like don't exist anymore is I feel like this person does not see me. Like mm. you don't see me. Like yeah. you're saying things and, and, and you know, perceiving intentions that just really aren't there you know or you see or you're saying things about me that are like really negative and it's just like okay like you see me in a whole different way that like i'm not this person like I've never i'm showing up person. with love i'm coming here trying to have a good time and you know like you said i'm, I'm trying to show love and 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 tr you know giving trust and it's like like some of the, those slaps in the face like i mentioned earlier we're like wow this person really sees me as something Totally different totally than what I am. Off. Like, you see me as a kind of a fucked up person. Like, yeah. I didn't know you saw me this way. That's crazy. Like, do you even know, do you know my name? Like, like you, come on. What? We've known each other for decades. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, what do you know about? Actually, let's take this moment to, to ask, what do you think about me? Okay. Like, I just want to know. Part. What would make you say this, that, and the third? Because right. I don't know where this is coming from. And if you thought that I was this kind of a person... Why are you friends with me? Why are we cool? Why am I invited to the, the, the family functions? I'm if so this curious. is how you see me as this negative, horrible person, like, dang. And also, why is this just coming out now? Exactly. Why have you not shared this before? <laughs> why wasn't this issue communicated decades ago? Right. Like, I don't understand. So for me, that was like the main thing of like, wow, I you, you just, you really don't see me. In all of my intentions and love and trying to show up and being supportive and clapping and loving, you don't <laughs> see any of it. Or it's perceived in a negative light. Yeah. And I've had to work overtime to really, like, not put that on, not take that on. Because mm. it's very easy to where, you know, you give someone, you know, you say, like, oh, my God, you did such a great job. And the person's like, oh, I feel like you're just saying that to be <laughs> whatever. And you don't really think that. And, da, da. and it's it's 
hard to, at least it was hard for me to not be like, wow, did I, did I say that maliciously? Where right. did that come no. from? Now I'm shaking in my intention, knowing, knowing full the well that when I said, wow, you did such a great job, I truly meant that because I, I wouldn't did. have said it if I didn't feel that way. Yeah. And so it's like, I've had to do that work of like, okay, now I need, I need to trust myself yes. more than I trust somebody's, you know, skewed Reaction. or whatever perception of me. Mm-hmm. Cause that's not me. I'm me. I know who I am. <laughs> yes. I know who I am. I know who I am. So, say all that to say, as complicated as these relationships get, when we break it down, it should feel like a human-to-human connection. You should feel safe. Mm -hmm. You should feel like there's some trust there. And you should feel seen. Mm. You should feel seen. And, you know, all of that can be achieved with conversations and effort and time, really. Really time if you need to repair it. And honestly... Something that also helps is to take stock of those relationships that do feel comfortable, that do feel safe, that do feel effortless and appreciate them, show love to them, show gratitude to them. And then model your other relationships after that. Yes. You know, and that that really helped because having people where you're like, okay, this person sees me. Yeah. Let me trust that this is how it should be. Right. Right. This is the blueprint. Exactly. And if you don't have an example of what that may look like or you've never had that in your life like write it down yeah look at absolutely look to people who might be in your life or to maybe relationships you've heard about or, or seen you know, on tv or, or whatever TV. yeah what absolutely. do you like what do you want what do you want that relationship relationship to look like and like you know write it down yeah vision it Vision like, boarded. Vision boarded. Mm. Like anything. Manifest it. Right. Because unfortunately, a lot of us don't know what that looks like. That's very true. That's very, very, very true. So, but much love to y'all. Good luck. Good luck out there. It's, it's hard out there. We still working on it. Okay. As you know, uh, we're not experts. Again. Period. <laughs> Period. But transitioning into our listener letter. We got our you second know. listener letter, y'all. Like, we love that. Burr, 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 burr. Ah, so I'm going to get into that. Yes. And um, I'll read it here. Okay. Hey, how to be real. So I moved back in with my mom now, and she gives me rules like when I was a kid, including a curfew. Mm. I'm 25, and I just want to live my life. She does everything (laughs) she tells me not to do, and she's such a walking contradiction. I don't have the money to move out yet, though. What should I do? Damn. So, Tay, what do you you think about that? I want to know. Yes, well, uh, listener, I... (laughs) I, um, was actually in a similar situation back when I was 24, 25-ish. I moved back in with my mom. And even though she was, like, really pretty chill for most things, um, there were definitely rules. You know, I didn't have a curfew, but there were rules, right? And after not living at home for a while and coming back and living back at home, um, it's such a big transition. You're like, bro... Even those few rules that were implemented were like too many rules. Like <laughs> I'm restricted. I'm restricted. And one of those rules was that my man could not spend the night and Ooh. could not be over past a certain time. Ooh, which is pretty much a curfew. Pretty much a curfew. Because <laughs> it's like, bro, like, uh. And at the time, he also was at home as well. So we were just kind of like, all right, so we just don't see each other. We just can't like, spend the night. Right. We was... Or we sneaking. Mm. Or we sne- right, exactly. And I was not. So. 
<laughs> you were respectful. I was respectful to my mom's house. I can't speak for anybody else's home, ah! but I was respected to my mother's home. And um, it was hard and it was irritating as fuck uh, because I too did not have the money to move out because of course, duh, that's the number that's one That's the answer. whole reason like, we moved back. Right, like <laughs> I'm broke. But um, I would be really curious to know, is that the reason why like you had to come home because you didn't have the the funds or right. like, does, were you? It, they did say they don't have the money to move out yet. Though. Okay. So I think that is probably, probably a factor. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that as far as like your mom doing whatever she wants to do and she's a contradiction girl, I'm sorry to say it's her house. She's going to do what she want to do. Sure. And like, she can be, she can be a contradiction all day long, all night long because you're there. So you're going to have to deal with that. Unfortunately, I don't really have any advice for that. It's just like... Yeah, because yeah. I feel like there's no like polite and respectful way to tell somebody like, hey, I think you need some therapy. Like, right. I, I, I've asked my therapist. Yeah. And she's like, honestly, no. There's no <laughs> nice way to put that. There's no advice I can give you on that. Yeah. You can't and really tell him. Nope. And if you are going to tell him that, you should have your own home to go to right. after you should tell you them that. After you move out, they maybe be like, hey, I think you should maybe get some help. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Please. Um, Here's a therapist. I look them up. Here's their card. They are expecting your call. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a really good reference. Like, here you go. Um, but to get to the point of like, okay, what you should do in the meantime, um, I would say, I'm sure you're working your butt off, but I would say maybe try and get like a part-time job doing something fun or something that like forces you to be kind of like late night, like maybe go get your bottle service, yeah. be, be a little bottle girl, you're 25, Ooh, you still right? like, you For know, real. and like get into some business, do something a little fun and funky if you're like a go out girl or like, you know, I don't know, go work at the... I don't know. Something else fun. What else is fun to work at? I feel like like driving Coffee Lyft shop. or Uber or something or doing there like Instacart. Go. There you, you know, go. Things like get your little Issa Rae on where you're just like, okay, my living situation is maybe not the best so I could make money and not be at home. Because yeah. it seems like I know I also have been in the situation where you got to move back in with your mom. And for me, I made myself very scarce around the house when it was yes. the roughest point. It was just like, I'm either out with my friends yep. or I'm working. At one time, I had three jobs. <laughs> where it was just like, Say it, I, girl. I, looking back, I'm like, I don't even know how I did that. But it was really, I didn't want to be at home. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if you don't want to be there, don't be there. Like, literally, schedule, make your social calendar packed. Pack, pack it, it out. Pack that thing. Yes. And then work. Pick up another job, like she, like you said. Get a fun job. Get something cool where it's not only helping you get out of the house, but it's also helping you make some money. Exactly. You know? And Lyft and Instacart, all these things that you could do. You'd be driving around and you're not at home. Yeah. You know. Exactly. I think too is look for jobs that include like living. Speaking of Issa Rae, yeah. property manager. That's a good one that you yeah. can look for. You Absolutely. know, they get a little discounts on the rent sometimes. Sometimes the rent is included, depending on where you, you know, where the apartments are. Yeah. Um. Maybe if you feel an adventurous, maybe go apply to work for like a cruise ship or something like that, like or like a um, flight attendant or right? something, or like a living nanny job, or living nanny. How you're feeling about that? But that's a good one though. Like that was something. That's something that can get you out of the house. But one thing that I will say is the curfew is curfew is cray. It doesn't say what time the curfew is though. So I right. am wondering about that. And I know like you know having a late night job is a way to kind of get around that. That's, that's what I was saying. Like, if I'm working and I'm bartending or, you know, cocktail waitressing or whatever the case may be, or waitering, mm -hmm. I don't know the, you know, gender of this person. But uh, if you're doing something that 
requires you to be out at night, can she really say anything? Right. Like I'm, I'm working. Like I'm working. I'm trying to move out. Like I right. wanna. I wanna. I want to get up out of here just as much as you want me up out of here. So I'm going to be out, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because the curfew, I think, is very that's that's a lot. That's excessive for a 25 year old. I feel like I would try to reason with my mom on that. Like, I would be like, okay, like, I totally respect your home and all these other rules. Okay, but the curfew is something that I just feel like if I have a key to the house and as long as I'm not throwing parties and bringing people back and strangers back all the time, (laughs) like, I don't see why it's an issue if I come home at 2 a.m. Right. After working or hanging out. That's true. Why why does it matter what time that I'm here? Yeah, like, I mean, I do know some some parents are, like, weird about, like, I don't like having people come into my house after a certain which is understandable. Like, like I live I'm here. I'm gonna see this lock. I, I I need to be the one locking the door. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I do know a few parents like, are like that. Maybe I can send a picture of the locked door, or <laughs> right. maybe there's an alarm that I can arm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'll I'll type in the code and I'll arm the thing back. Like, what would it take for for the curfew thing to not be? Or maybe even discuss what's a curfew that works for both of us? Yeah. If the curfew is two a.m., is that doable for you? You know what I mean? Exactly. Is, can we can we compromise on that? Because I feel like the curfew is something that would just make it like okay. Okay, I am 25. Yeah. Come on. Come on, mom. I know I live here. I'll buy my own groceries. I'll pay X amount a month just for this curfew thing to just not be on my back. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand. I think the curfew, if the curfew was lifted or you were able to find some kind of middle ground there, that would probably make this experience a lot easier. A lot easier (laughs) because then you can stay away. Exactly. I'm sorry. Like for me, I've I've definitely been there. You're just like, I got to avoid this lady at all costs. I love you, girl. But But... right now... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I need some space. I need some goddamn space. And yeah. I'm sure you do too. I'm yes. sure she does too. Or maybe not. I don't know. I know like it's it's very complicated, mm-hmm. you know, parent parental relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when it's like, girl, you telling me to do all A, B, C, and D and you staying out at all nights, all hours exactly. of the night. And you like, I'm in the house, meet my curfew. You ain't even home yet. And you ain't like, even home yet. <laughs> it could be one of them. So I completely understand i think like yes look for a job that is that has a living opportunity or a late night opportunity so you could just have like some excuse to just not be out get some business you know go hang out with friends or like there's also the meetups app you know where they have little cool things to do you know what i mean like check out the meetups app they have little like hiking groups and all types of book club groups and yeah. all these things to just like get your mind off of having to be home all the time or... and then put your feelers out for a roommate that'll help that you move out a too. lot sooner put your feelers out there if there's anyone in your friend groups or social network or you know there's like you said there's groups you can go on to yep. see if maybe anyone needs a roommate because yep. then you can get out a little bit sooner because it's not all on you to pay that rent. Exactly. So I would also suggest that because if it's if, if it's like this and you're feeling like I'm ready to go, <laughs> then consider that. Yeah. Consider that. A roommate or two. Shoot. Yep. I've had roommates. I've, yeah, I've had roommates that mm-hmm. I didn't know, roommates that I did know. Right. I've also worked an in-house nanny job for 2.5. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting experience. It was cool. Like all, all the things. So like... It's it's gonna feel like a hustle for a little bit. It's gonna feel maybe a little slightly uncomfortable, especially if you might be like a homebody type person. Yeah. Then it 
you know. But um, if you are a homebody type person, I really think like that second job or the, the Instacart or Ubering or something like that to where you just don't have to be in the house 24-7. Like, yeah. 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 Absolutely. So good a, luck to you. Get a gym membership. It's out, right. Get into your fitness. There, you know what I mean? Like, really stay out. Yeah. Stay out as long as you can. Find a friend if you can crash on their couch a few nights a week and just be like, look, it's a curfew. I'm not making curfew. I'm staying over here. Because mm-hmm. what can they do? You're 25. Yeah, you grown. You grown. If you're not there, you're not there. Yeah. Well, um, let us know how, how it works. Yeah, update you. us. Give yeah. us an update. We would love to hear more about it. Thank you again for sending us and trusting us with yeah. your situation. And if anybody else has anything they want to ask, we have we do have a link on our Instagram, mm-hmm. which Tay will lovingly share with you again. Yeah. There's a link yeah. there to contact us and also our email, which we will also share right now. But yeah, feel free to reach out. Say mm-hmm. hi, you know, let us know if you have any feedback or any discussion topics or if you need some advice or just want to say hey yes feel free to send us an email at hey how to be real at gmail.com like tasha said it is linked in our instagram bio our tiktok bio and in the show notes of this episode um we also want to stay connected with you all through social media so please feel free to find us at how to the letter B real on Instagram um, and TikTok. And then my personal page is at just say underscore Tay. And mine is <laughs> at the Tasha B. Yes, period. And please remember that we give a lot of great, juicy information and mm-hmm. experiences and our thoughts and opinions, but we are not therapists. No, we not. just have them. Mm-hmm. So. And with that, I'll leave you with a little random reel. Yes, girl. What is it? So you can become the best version of yourself any time of the year. It doesn't have to just be New Year's. It doesn't just have to be right now. I know it feels good. It's like, okay, New Year, new me, all the things. (laughs) Fresh start. But don't let timing box you in from growth. You know? You can do it anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Oh, yeah. So... And it ain't linear because you can make your New Year's resolution, but it might take you two to get to it. (laughs) Don't be mad at that. Grace, patience. Grace, persistence. Yes. That's going to get you where you got to get. Very much that. All right, y'all. Happy New Year. Yay. Happy New Year. (laughs) Thanks for watching. And yeah, stay stay real. real. Bye. (laughs)